Hello, how are you on today? It is Wednesday. I don't know if this thing tells you the time of this podcast, but it's one o'clock in the morning. And I went to sleep about nine, I guess. Eight something, nine. Oh no, I slept really good and hard. And as I'm sleeping, um, in my sleep, I hear the Lord say obedience. And I'm all like, in my sleep now. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's a good one. Okay. And I kind of woke up and I started thinking about, okay, obedience. Okay. What, what, what is it about obedience that you want me to teach God? And so different things started coming up to my head. And I was like, okay, okay. So I went back to sleep. I ended up going back to sleep. And I woke up at 12, like all of a sudden. And I was like, what is going on? So here I am, I was trying to fight to go back to sleep. And God said, be intentional, obedience. And I'm like, okay. And I'm all like, Lord, can you just give it to me and I will just do it tomorrow? (laughs) And he says, no, obedience, be intentional. So I get up and I slowly get up. And it was like the enemy was just really, really fighting me not to get up. Like, seriously, my eyes started closing back up. And the moment it closes, my eyes opens up. And I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. I get you. I got you. Obedience. So I got up. I got my Bible. got my pen and paper. And I just, you know, prayed and just started writing. So this is our fifth podcast. And I'm still so excited um, and everything. Um, So... Again, our topic today is obedience. And I know some of y'all are like, oh, here we go. Obey your parents. Oh, but yeah, I'm going to touch a little bit on that too. So y'all be okay. Um, I really hope that everyone has, whenever y'all hear this, that y'all um, are having or have had a great day. I love each and every one of y'all, but I can't love y'all like God loves you. He loves you so, so much. And he wants you to live a life of freedom, whether you know it or not. You can still be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit, and still live a life of freedom. Um, So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come saying thank you for all your many blessings. Thank you, Father God, for this time. For every ear that is hearing this word, God, we ask you to bless them in the name of Jesus. Bless me as I have been instructed from you, God, to give a word on today. And God, I just say thank you. Thank you for giving me that spirit of obedience to be able to be intentional, Father God. And I just want to say I love you, Lord. And we ask you right now that you will touch every person, touch every ministry, every ministry leader, and especially touch our leader, Pastor 
Hollins and Mother Hollins, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And God, we ask you to touch those who are sick that we may not be able to name, but God, that you will heal their bodies in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We believe in healing, God. We believe in everything that you do, Father God. You're doing it to for you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And God, we just say thank you, Lord, because you know what's best. You know what's best, God. We may not know everything. We're not supposed to know everything, but God, we know who you are, though. And we know that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We know that you, Lord God, is the healer. You are the ultimate um, provider, Father God, in the name of Jesus. So we just say thank you for everything that you have done, that you are doing, that you will do for us in our lives, in our homes, Father, in the name of Jesus, even in our surroundings, Father God. And we just say thank you. We love you and we praise you in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so our main scripture is coming from 1 Samuel 15, 22 and 23, verses 22 and 23. And it reads, I'm so sorry, because I have my Bible scripture on another scripture that I was reading. So, 1 Samuel. I'm turning, I'm turning. There we go. So, and it says, So Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. Now, obedience is better than sacrifice. I know y'all have heard it so many times. I've heard it and was like, what? But again, like I told you, I believe on the last podcast that you hear it. But you're, you may not fully understand it because it has not been applied unto your life. Okay. So for me, I've heard this saying, obedience is better than sacrifice. I literally used to think that this was just an old, um, back in the days type of saying. You know, they just, man, they be making up some stuff, little quotes and everything and um but it's actually things that comes out the bible but i don't know that if first off if no one tells me that this is where it came from or better yet if i'm not in my word to even know this so to know that obedience is better than sacrifice um i have to now have a full understanding of where this came from why was this statement stated you get it so i read the whole book of um the whole chapter not the whole book sorry the whole chapter of first samuel 15 
And there's only, what, 30, it's not that many verses, 35 verses. So it didn't take long to, to read these short verses. Um, so in Samuel chapter 15, it talks about how um, Samuel, a servant of God, had spoke to Saul out of obedience now. He spoke to him out of obedience. God told Samuel, go, I need you to go and talk to Saul. Talk to Saul, sorry. And he told Saul what God had said, which was to go into the Amalek. Um, hope I'm pronouncing that uh, totally correct. So please forgive me for that. But he told him to go and destroy everything, everybody from, from the human city animals. And he said, do not spare no one's life, not even the animals. So let's back up the reason why God wanted Saul to be, first off, Saul was assigned to be the king of Israel. Okay. So the reason why God wanted Saul to go take his army and everything to go and destroy the Amaleks is because the Amaleks was pretty much uh, bullying, shall I say, um, the Israel. And so they had ambushed them. They was killing them as Israel was coming from um, Egypt. Okay. So it was coming from Egypt and the Amalekas are like, hey, let's go over here and let's do some killing. And so that's what happened. And so, of course, that upset God. And so God spoke to Samuel and told Samuel, hey, go tell Saul, I'm going to make him the king of Israel. And I want him to go into um, the Amalek's territory and I want him to destroy everything. And so the Amalek had a king named Agag, I guess if that's what how you want to pronounce it, A-G-A-G. Um, um, so what happened was Saul decides, okay, I'm going to go in. And he did spare the lives of a group called um, Kenites. I hope I pronounced that correctly as well. Um, because they did nothing wrong. So he just told them, hey, you know what? We're about to do some, um, you know, like, I've got the word I was going to use. But, yeah, we're about to destroy. So, hey, if you don't want to be killed, you better hurry up and get up out of here. You know, so um, he went in hard on them. <laughs> like, whoa. So, um they left, so he did spare their lives, which God didn't tell Saul to kill the Canaanites. So he was okay. But what happened was Saul decides, I'm going to spare the best animals, the sheep, the oxen, so forth. And I'm going to spare the king's life, Agag. And um, he did. But they destroyed everything else. And he spared the king's life along with those couple of few animals. And as Saul is leaving from uh, Amalek, um, God is speaking to Samuel and saying, Hey, I am stripping him of his king's rights. 
of, you know, Saul's king's rights because he didn't do what I told him to do. He disobeyed me. He went against me. And so the next morning, Samuel ended up confronting Saul and Saul just thought, man, I spared it so that I can just offer, you know, um, this burnt offering unto, to, to your Lord. I, I, that's the reason why I did that. And Samuel's like, but that's not what the instructions were. The instructions were to destroy every single thing. Do you really think that God wants a burnt offering? He's not telling you that's what he wants. He didn't tell you go in there and get the king and bring it at, and sacrifice it at the altar. He didn't tell you to do something like that. So why would you do that? So Saul in his mind thought, oh, I can do it this way. It'll be okay. But the instructions were very specific to go in there and destroy everything. Get what I'm, hope y'all following this along. Because, man, as I was reading, I was like, whoo-wee. So make me, I'm so grateful unto God that I got up. I got up, I got up and did what he told me to do. So, um, but Saul was like begging, like, please don't strip me of my king. And, you know, I, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm very sorry. But Samuel wasn't having that. He said, hey, that's something like between you and God. He said, no. So basically he's telling them, no, you can't because you should have obeyed from the beginning. And Saul didn't do that. He he didn't look at it that way. He just thought maybe he was doing something good. And a lot of times that's what we do. We feel like even though the instructions is one way, we feel like, let me just do it this way because regardless, I'm doing something, you know, and Half of the time, that's why things doesn't really work out for us, if that makes sense, you know? So, um, so this is what 1 Samuel is all about. This is where this came about. And he says, to obey is better than sacrifice. To heed to the instructions of the Lord is better than you're bringing back a burnt offering. God was very specific on what he wanted. Don't be stubborn. Don't have a rebellious spirit. That's a form of witchcraft. Obeying God's word is better than you're saying, you know what? I'm just going to do me. And I know we all have sinned. I know we all make mistakes. And thank God for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ dying on that cross for our sins, that we have somewhere to go and ask God to forgive us. And his son has died, took the stripes of the webs and everything, shed the blood for our forgiveness, for our sins. Sorry, for our sins. Shed it for our sins. So now we are free, not free to just continue to sin, but we are free from our sins because of the sacrifice that Jesus Christ did on the cross. And we go to him and we ask for forgiveness 
and there's no um, limitations. You know, it's not like, okay, you only get 10 times a week to ask for forgiveness. You know, we all fall, we all get up. We're not to fall and stay down. So even in a disobedience, you ask for forgiveness and you will be forgiven. But you may not get that position back. Saul didn't get his position back. God stripped him of that king position. And he appreciated his, he forgave him. But sometimes you lose that on your position. Understand? So, now to bring it all from the Bible story to your life. When you have been instructed to do something, it's better to do it the way it has been instructed instead of doing it the way you want to do it. Sometimes I can say some things you can say, okay, look, let's let's kind of work this out. Like if I give you instructions and I tell you to do certain things and then you say, okay, Sister Corona, uh, the way I'm seeing it is to do it this way. What do you think? Like it can be compromising things because I may only see it one way. You may see it a different way. But when we bring those two together and we go, you know what? I think I like your way. And it may go your way. Sometimes it may not go your way. You know what I'm saying? So, for a, a, a great example, someone tells you how to get to the store. They tell you, okay, go down the street at the stop sign, make a right at the next two stop signs, make a left, and then at the stoplight, make a right and key straight till you see the store on your right-hand side. Well... They're giving you instructions on how to get there quicker. Then you go, hey, Siri, I'm going to Walmart on Florence. I'm just making this up. And Siri is going to take you onto the freeway, three exits down, and then make a U-turn back up, come back you know, exit off of this street and turn left and then turn another left and then turn the right and you're right there. Whereas the instructions from someone was giving you about a 10-minute drive. Siri will take you and give you a whole 20-minute drive. But you wanted to go however Siri told you to go, regardless of how long it took you to get there. So... I, I think you should, you know, should have listened to someone who's telling you something to get you there shorter than listening to the machine that's telling you something all around the board. Just to kind of give you an example of that. If you heed to the right words, it will make your life so much easier. So, of course... I'm going to bring in children, obey your parents. Obey your parents. You hear it all the time. Ephesians 6, 1 and 3. Children, obey your parents for this is the, this, I'm sorry. 
Children, obey your parents, for this is right. This is the first commandment with promise. Honor your mother and your father so that you may live longer on this earth. Obeying your parents. I know that it's like um, hard for some of y'all. You got your attitudes going on. Been there, done that. I already know. And I'm a grown, grown woman. And sometimes my mama, I be like, ugh, mom, no. Mom, oh my God. But honestly, in the end, I am obeying my mama. You know why? Because regardless of how old I get, I still need my days to be longer. I still need to honor my mother and my father. So even my mama tell me to do something and I don't want to do it. I'm still do it because guess what? That's my mother. He didn't say, you know, obey them until you get 18 years old. Then you ain't got to obey them no more. He didn't say, um, honor them till you get 21. Then you don't have to honor them no more. No, as long as both of y'all have life on this earth, you are to obey your parents. You are to honor your parents. Until God takes them before he takes you. Or who knows, he might take you before he takes them. But regardless, as long as you are living on this earth, you are breathing, you are seeing each other, you are talking to each other, and everything, you are to honor and obey your parents. And I don't feel like your parents will tell you anything wrong. And if they do, now that's where I go, okay, Lord. My mother's telling me go and steal some chips out the store. Huh? What? I just use that as a crazy, crazy example. Oh, I'm pretty sure your parents don't do that, but I just use that as a crazy example. What do you do then? No, because then it's common sense that says, no, that's wrong, mom or dad. That's not what we do. That's not how we're going to do that. <laughs> you know, so, but a lot of people get that all confused. Is, you know, you obey them when they are telling you something right. You obey them. But if it's something wrong, I'm sorry. And if I'm wrong for saying it, you know what? God will get me. But you don't obey them when they're telling you something to, to go against God, for one. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, you still to follow, still to follow God, but... Like I said, I don't have to worry about that with y'all. My kids don't have to worry about that with me. I'm not going to tell them to go to a store and steal anything or do anything wrong. Praise ye the Lord. I'm in my right mind. And I thank God for that. Um, but I guess that will include our obedience Bible study. I will hope that, how many minutes is this? 23 minutes. So at least try to keep it within 25 at the most. So. I'm very happy. I was intentional. Yay. And obedient. Yay. Um, when y'all get a chance, um, the choir on Sunday, this past Sunday, they sung this song called Emmanuel. And it's so been in my spirit. And Emmanuel in um, 
biblical term means God with us. And I just want to encourage y'all to know that God is going to always be with y'all. And that's why even in the last podcast, we're saying put God first. You know, you want God with you, put him first. You wake up, God, I need you. I need you every step of the way. Put him first. And y'all begin to just say, Emmanuel, God with us. And that song is just so beautiful. I love it. I love it. And I've never heard it. It's by Norman Hutchinson. I think that's his last name. Hutchins, Hutchinson, something like that. But just put in Emmanuel and y'all see Norman Hutchinson or something. And, and y'all would see. And it was just great, beautiful song. I love it. Um, but I want y'all to get that same thing that... Like I said, y'all may not get it fully right now, but when it start applying to your life, you're going to remember because no matter what, I've heard the words across the pulpit. I've heard it so many times and I never knew deeply about it, but now I see it applying to my life, things that they were saying applying to my life, even with the statement obedience is better than sacrifice i never knew what all that really meant i heard it i never knew what all that really meant i knew obedience of course but why are you saying obedience is better than sacrifice what 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 am i sacrificing here now i understand it that by me being obedient that's better than me sitting here doing what i want to do so that was the sacrifice doing what I want to do. So it's better to obey, obey your elders, obey what your parents are telling you, obey God's word, obey. And it's just like you're going to school. And I know I did say Bible study was over right now, huh? Um, <laughs> I don't know. The Spirit of the Lord started telling me stuff. I just have to say it. It's just like when you're going to school, like math class, right? So I've heard. I used to think that long as I get the answer right, don't matter how I got the answer. But I've also failed my math because the teacher's telling me I need to do it a certain way. I got to have, you know, I have to show my work in this a certain way. And I fail because I'm not doing that in that certain way. And I fail. But I'm thinking, I got the right answer. It don't matter how I got that. But that's not how that works. See, I sacrificed my own way of doing things to get what I needed to get and not listening to the instructions of my teacher. You know what I'm saying? So obey. Listen to the instructions. Heed to the instructions. Do what you're supposed to do in the way that they want you to do it. And you will get so much further in life. And when I finally just said, stop trying to do things your way, Kawana LaShawn Scott. And start doing it the right way. Or doing it the way that it's instructed to do. Things started really lining up and working out for me. So I pray that y'all really have gotten something encouraging out of this message on tonight. 
Um, God, I ask you to bless these children, Lord God, as whatever they are doing at this moment, besides listening to me and whatever they are about to do, Father God, that you be with them. You are Emmanuel, God. And we just say thank you, God. And we ask you to just bless us until we see each other once again. And we love you and we praise you. Please don't forget Sunday. What is Sunday? Third Sunday. Um, we are going to be finalizing, practicing our uh, play um, and everything. Oh, Thursday, those who are listening on this Wednesday, um, please don't forget we are practicing. Um, I believe it's going to end up being at 6.30 because I don't think the choir people get there till about 6.30. So that's when the church will open up. So please be there so we can practice some more. Sunday, we're going to practice some more. I am so proud. I'm so blessed to have y'all in this. Um, y'all have been doing a great job. The play is written out. Great job. I'm loving it. I feel like it's just going to be really, really great and great and great. Okay. Yes, I repeat myself a lot. Sorry. Um, and then our fourth Sunday, our holiday potluck is coming up. I'm excited. Our teen church. I'm really excited. Uh, we got flyers out. So I want y'all to grab some of those flyers. Give them out to your school friends. I want it to be packed out every fourth Sunday. I need a packed out house. For real. Um, this is y'all. This is y'all service. This is what y'all need. This is what y'all been wanting and desiring. And it is here. So let's just show up, show out, and have a great time and receive what God is saying to us for real. Because you're never too young to to get the word. You're never too young. So um, I'm excited about it. Then we have our fifth Sunday. I'm also excited about that. Uh, we got it coming up. Uh, the theme is throw away your old self and make room for the new you. Um Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Um, so read that, get that down in your spirits and think about ways to make yourself new for 2020. Okay. So make room. That means take out all that attitude, tell God to cleanse your heart of, of any, um, hatred or any rebellion or any jealous spirit any just anything tell God to cleanse your heart cleanse your mind renew that right spirit within you renew your heart creating you a clean heart and renew the right spirit in your mind and everything and I promise y'all when y'all if y'all just let go and let go all that bitterness let go all that hatred let go all that you know, I don't like this person, don't like that person, all that mess. Let all that go. Mature yourselves. Now y'all in a, a, a place where maturity has to start taking place. It's maturity. You got to grow because once y'all get out and, and out of my group, y'all really got to grow up. Like seriously, because that's when the workforce come, career come in, you know, all of that. So I just want what's best for y'all and God loves y'all. I love you. It is only 31 minutes and counting and I am so very proud. So y'all take care. Have a blessed one.
put God first, be obedient.